Bitcoin Chris, welcome to the Bitcoin Source. You know, you know, your introduction is so much needed. I could definitely, you know, tell the world all about you, but I kind of want you to introduce yourself to the world. So could you do that for the audience and for everybody out there? Hey, no problem. Once again, thank you for having me on. Uh, my name is Bitcoin Chris, 34 year old entrepreneur, uh, born and raised in Orlando, Florida, and I do a little bit of uh, trading. I own three businesses right now. And uh, I've owned Bitcoin since 2017, 2016, actually, into 2017. And uh, I'm just here to spread the knowledge and the gospel of Bitcoin and Satoshi, you dig? <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you, Chris, for that introduction. And, you know, Chris, like I said before, like, I feel like you're a unique person in the Bitcoin space for a multitude of reasons. But one, because you're an entrepreneur and, you know, you've kind of turned nothing into something. And I really respect the grind and the hustle. But before we get into that, I kind of want to know, like, you know, the way back story, like what kind of got you inspired to get into Bitcoin, whether it was books, courses or even people in the ecosystem. Like what kind of got you on your orange pill journey from the beginning? A absolutely. And um, again, I appreciate your, your, your words. And uh, it makes me feel good that uh, that you uh, that you're inspired and that you uh, have those kind of words to say about me. So thank you again. So uh, I actually learned about Bitcoin in 2016. And my biggest component to learning about Bitcoin was actually Max and Stacy, which is why I love them so much. They're like the grandpa and grandma of, of Bitcoin, you know, and they were talking about it back when it was a dollar uh, back in 2011. So that's how I really got into learning about Bitcoin, because before that I was <clears throat> into, into the shit coins and trying to trying to figure out. I didn't even know anything about the space, to be honest with you. But but thanks to Max and Stacy, I got educated. I got to learn about the economy and what's going on with the dollar and just like all the political things behind it. So the Maxon, that is actually called the Kaiser Report, which is no longer available. But I used to watch the Kaiser Report all the time. And Max and Stacy were just so knowledgeable and dropping all these gems back in the day. And I used to watch them all the time. So that's how I really got into it. And uh, on the on British's podcast, when we were on that live, I did briefly touch on how I got into it. So I used to work at Hilton, which I'm actually at a Hilton now. I used to work at a Hilton uh, at a call center. And I'm not exactly sure how I found out about Bitcoin, but I used to not take phone calls because I used to take I used to take phone calls to get people to buy vacation packages. <laughs> so instead of me taking phone calls, I used to buy Bitcoin. I used to trade Bitcoin and I used to dive into the shit coins, you know. So instead of me actually doing my work, I was actually buying Bitcoin and and doing those type of things. So I used to get in trouble just for not taking calls and buying Bitcoin, you know. So that's actually how it started, you know, instead of uh, working, you know, I got I got orange pilled, I guess you could say back then. Nice. And, you know, were you were you motivated to trade Bitcoin more than working nine to five because of like the financial gains you could get from it? Or was it kind of something where you were trying to like get what the insight of like how to trade? Like what was your what was your thinking there? So back then I wasn't as educated as I am now, because, as you know, back in 2020 to 2022, um, I was on Clubhouse all day educating people about Bitcoin and whatnot. But back then, 2016, I didn't really I didn't, it's not that I didn't care. I just didn't know. I was ignorant to the to the technology and the and the benefits of Bitcoin. I didn't know that it was you being your own bank. I didn't know that it was uncensorable, like nobody could take it from you, you know? So I didn't know about that back then. It was really about the money, you know? So back then I was just buying Bitcoin to make money because that's all I thought about back then was about money, you know? I wasn't as educated. I wasn't even financially literate back then as well, which is why I teach financial literacy now in one of my businesses because financial literacy is very important. And people of our culture and our color are not very financially astute. So that's where I come into play. And you don't have to be obviously our color to not be financially astute. But I, 
I'm sure more people of our culture and our color can relate to me more than others. Um, but I help everybody out, you know. So back then, again, it was about the money. Instead of me taking phone calls and, and booking deals, I was buying Bitcoin and just looking, watching it go from $1,000 to $20,000 in 2017. That's a 20x. Never seen anything like that before, you know. And ever since then, I've just been on it, you know. Like, I understand now through education and taking the time and doing my due diligence and, again, watching Max Kaiser. And there's so many other people in the space, Bitcoin Say and um, Bitcoin Sessions and Twitter's a plethora of people on here dropping gems, you know. So just taking the time. A lot of people don't take the time to educate themselves, which is why, like I said, we, we used to be on Clubhouse every single day educating people about Bitcoin because it's very important. But we can only do so much. You know, people need to take their time out themselves and learn it for themselves. So back then it was about the money. 100%, man. And, you know, you, money makes the world go around, sadly. But, you know, once we're in this fiat-based system, everything is super incentivized by money. And it makes sense when you really understand uh, the traditional banking ecosystem and how that plays out. But there was something that you said, Chris, that I wanted you to expound on. And this kind of appertains to the banking system and being educated on how finances and the banking system actually work. So how do you feel about all these banks feeling lately? And do you think that that's going to kind of make people jump on board to Bitcoin to secure their money and to secure their wealth? To be honest with you, man, I, I there's a certain amount of people that I think will get it, but I don't think the masses will get it just now, as I previously stated. And also in Bitcoin, uh, the Bitcoin's rooms back in uh, Clubhouse. Americans are spoiled rotten, bro. We do not understand the value of having the world reserve currency. We're spoiled. We can come out. I'm at a resort right now, so we can come out at a resort, have fun, drink, chill. We don't got to worry about inflation, even though it is prevalent. It doesn't hurt us that much right now. But with all the banks failing, I think a lot of people are just going to move it to the big four, you know, JP Morgan, Bank of America. So I think the majority of the people are going to transfer their banks from the small banks to these bigger banks. And then eventually, when those banks freeze their assets or say, hey, you can't access your money right now, which we've already seen videos. I don't know if you've seen it, but I've seen videos of Bank of America already telling people that they, they can't access their money. So I think I think Americans, the ones that are not financially literate, are not going to take advantage of the opportunity in Bitcoin until it's too late. And then by that time, I think the CBDCs, they're going to be able to control if you can buy Bitcoin or not. However, I think there's a small percentage of people in Bitcoin is uh, of course, all over the world, but not only all over the world, but here in America that understand the power of Bitcoin will take advantage of that opportunity and have been stacking. Even if you just learned about it this year, you know, I think a lot of people that are astute and financially literate, again, are going to take advantage of it. Because if you're a Republican or Democrat, independent, libertarian, doesn't matter. Nobody wants their government taking them and telling them what to do with their money, period. So it doesn't matter your affiliation, doesn't matter your skin color, doesn't matter your religion, doesn't matter your sex. And it matters about freedom. America is based on freedom, but obviously our banking system and the laws <laughs> contradict that in many ways. So, um, again, I think a lot of people are hopefully I'm wrong. You know, I could be wrong. I'm not perfect. I'm not I'm not a psychic, you know, so hopefully I think more people will get into Bitcoin. But I don't think as many as I would like to see are going to do it. I think they're going to transfer their funds from the little banks to the big four. And then when they're in the big four, when those fail, then they're going to wish they bought Bitcoin. And then for those that are a little bit more astute, do their research, understand what's going on, understand inflation, understand fractional reserve banking. They're going to be like, all right, you know what? I'm tired of this. I'm going to go ahead and opt out. Um, in my opinion, I think that um, a lot of people are going to 
realize like I think money is all about trust. And when you see like a top 20 or a top 10 bank blow up and then they instantly get bailed out immediately, it makes people trust the bank less. And I think that, yes, those big four, those big three, like Fidelity, BlackRock, uh, Bank of America, they already got their client base. Their client base is huge, massive. They have the trust factor. As of right now, they still have it. And I think a lot of banks are just accumulating. Like Fidelity's been mining Bitcoin since, I don't know, 2015 or 16. So I think what they're trying to do is they're just building up a, a stockpile of Bitcoin so that when things do convert or flip over to CBDCs or some of these other digital dollar uh, models that you see a lot of governments trying to roll out, I think Fidelity will be a major player in saying, hey, you want to come bank with, with Fidelity? We have Bitcoin. You can self-custody your Bitcoin here. We can give you uh, Bitcoin loans. So I think all the banks are starting to wake up and they're realizing like the banks that are not on board with Bitcoin right now, they're the ones that are going to go insolvent. They're the ones that are going to have um, a super negative balance sheet. And the banks that are just not being public about it or saying, you know, Bitcoin is rat poison, but behind the scenes, they're really accumulating it. I think that those are going to be the banks that end up being on top. And I think the ecosystem is going to drastically change where there's going to be multiple forks in the road. Some people will go to CBDCs. Some people will try to do the sovereign route and just do strictly Bitcoin. And of course, those people might have it a little bit more harder because they won't have the government's assistance to help them with um, taxes and funding and all those different things. So you're just going to have to be really laser focused on economics and how to how to really be economically free. So you got to make sure your taxes are on point. You got to make sure that you know how to um, you know, do peer-to-peer -peer digital transactions in a safe, secure manner. So I think that this is going to be a real eye-opener for a lot of people in the ecosystem in the next few decades where um, money is going to really take on that responsibility and we won't have the benefit or the luxury to just, you know, have the world reserve currency not pay attention to our money. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's the, I can agree as well. I can agree and I can see where you're coming from. And that's why I said I could be wrong. And I hope I'm wrong because I want more people to adopt Bitcoin. You know, I want people to be more educated, especially financially, you know, because um, without freedom and without money, I don't think you're going to be able to be obviously free money. Like you said, makes the world go around. And I know a lot of people say money isn't everything, but really money is everything, you know? So um, I think it starts with the mindset. And um, I actually shared this tweet a while ago. I forgot the bank. I tweeted it. I can look for it, but I don't want to be looking around. I tweeted it. I signed my mom up for um, a bank account, right? I forgot what bank account it was. That's why I said I have to look for the tweet. I'll retweet it later on. So if you guys follow me on Twitter, if not, it's Chris Knight 407 and I'm Bitcoin Chris on Twitter. Um, but I signed my mom up for a bank account, right? And in the bank account, I logged in and I and I looked over to the side. And on the sidebar, it shows that you can buy Bitcoin inside of the bank account. So there are banks that are already positioned for Bitcoin. So like you said, there's going to be those banks that are hip, like Fidelity. And I forgot this bank's name. Um, but I'll, like I said, I'll retweet it. Make sure you follow me. And that way you can see it. I tweeted this months ago. Um, but I think there's going to be a there's banks that are on board and that know what's going on and there's going to be banks that are not so i agree with you with that as well so for there to be a bank where you can log into the back portal and and buy bitcoin we were talking about that before this even happened but now to see it in in real time and to see that happening game changer you know so they know what's up the best if i tweeted as well the banks know what's up do you know what's up a lot of people don't know what's up and that's why we're here to educate them 100 percent 
And Chris, you know, there's something that you do and you're very technical and I can just tell by your articulation that like you're very well well versed with, you know, reading charts and looking at the analysis of, you know, prices, stock portfolios, things of that nature. And, you know, I wanted to talk to you about something that you're passionate about, which is looking to see the forecast of where things might be in the next few hours, days or weeks, whether it's a stock, it's a cryptocurrency or it's just any major play that you see on the charts market. And I wanted to ask you about Bitcoin because obviously we're seeing it kind of rally right now. And I think that's in conjunction with some of the insolvencies we've seen with some of those major banks that we talked about earlier. And I think people are just paying attention more to the Fed hiking the inflation rate and just, you know, it's harder to get loans or loans have a higher percentage rate right now if you're trying to buy a car or even mortgage your house. So I think people are realizing that they're feeling that inflation pressure and that's kind of opening them up to jumping on cash app real quick and buying $10 worth or $5 worth or, um, you know, doing self-custody with Unchained Capital or Strike or some of these other platforms that allow you to just buy Bitcoin. But, you know, do you believe that Bitcoin will reset at like a 30K price range or a 30K RSI? And do you feel that there'll be a retrace in the next coming days if we do hit that 30K mark? Absolutely. Um, and I, you mentioned to me earlier that you watched one of my videos. Um, I actually stated in the video that I use Market Cipher. Shout out to CryptoFace. It's a bunch of indicators that they put together. It tracks the money flow. Um, they have momentum waves. They have the, the VWAP. And um, I said, it's looking like we're going to have a pullback down to about 26. forgot the exact numbers in the video. And I put an alert in. And it hit, it hit those numbers, bro. So I already know based on the technical analysis that that's what's going to happen, you know? So these are points that you can DCA in. These are points that you can trade if you trade. And these are points where you can just uh, make an educated decision on if you're going to buy at this point or long at this point or sell at this point or if you sell and trade, that is. Um, but that's that absolutely. So if, if you want, I could um, pull up the charts and we can take a look. All right, perfect. So as you can see here, um, looks like this is this is what we call a bear flag unfortunately this looks like we're going to dump so um but however this is normally a bear flag but bitcoin does the unthinkable like i said whatever you think bitcoin is going to do it usually does the opposite so as you can see here um last night i was actually i made a video but i didn't upload it i said this is looking like a flag and i'm and i drew this last night and i said we can possibly go up but you know bitcoin usually does the opposite so it did the opposite it actually dropped down so this is what we call a bear flag. Usually this is what happens with a bear flag. And again, you're you're absolutely right. I used to hate TA, you know, but you know, there's a people trade. So we can hate it all we want, but people with money trade, they use these charts. People with people that are, um, that got money, they trade, you know? So we gotta, we just gotta respect the charts, you know, as much as, as much as we know that Bitcoin doesn't really care about charts and Bitcoin is, is the best digital performing asset on planet earth people still trade there's still whales out here that manipulate the price they can dump they can sell all their bitcoin make you sell then they'll buy it all right back up they're playing these games because they know what's going what time it is so i just drew this bear flag as you can see here i made the flag here uh, i made the pole and then this is the flag so we could come down here um which i said in the earlier video we can come down to about twenty six thousand. i said we can come down to about 25 26 and i also mentioned that look um, these are this on the right hand side. These are volume profiles. So this is where the most trading has happened. So usually if we lose, if we lose these levels, we're going to come down to the next level. So that means the next level is at about 24,000, 25,000. It wouldn't surprise me if we come down that way. And also with the bear flag, we can come down to 25.8. So now, you know, possibly where we can go. TA is not a hundred percent, but it gives you the 
the insight of what could possibly happen. So you just got to keep keep that in mind, you know. So again, this on, on the side here is the volume profile. This is where the most trading and volume is. So usually when we lose a level, we go down to the next point of where the most volume is. And so right here, we're in this volume pocket here. We could come right back up and go up to 30,000, which I think uh, is possible. I think in the long term, we're looking at, as I mentioned before, um, I drew these flags on the daily. So we're looking at the hourly chart, but on the daily, I drew a flag again in my Bitcoin uh, videos here. Flag, pull, baby flag. I said, hey, we can hit 31,000, come back. And then uh, if we really get the pump, if these banks really fail and, and you know, USD start really tripping and <laughs> they start going haywire, you know, I said 34,000 is my, my short term goal. Uh, as far as Bitcoin hitting the price target, but we're in this bear, bull flag right now. So, you know, we could come, we can come all the way down to 26,000. We can lose that. If we lose that again, 24,000 back to where this volume note is. So I used to hate TA. I used to talk crap about the TA. And when you understand that if a bunch of traders and people that with, with money are using these exact analysis to trade and to sell and to buy, then you need to be astute to that, you know, and make informed decisions. So this is Market Cipher, one of Market Cipher, Cipher, Cipher's indicators, and this is on the daily. So I said in my video, hey, this is coming down. We got a red dot. That's not good. We got the money flow leaving. So this green wave here, that's money coming into the asset. On top of that, you see this money flow coming up. That's when Bitcoin was going up. So if we go back here, what's, what date is that? January. So from January, and this is on the daily chart. So from January, we've been going up. Money flow's been going up. Came down a little bit. Money flow going up. So, you know, it's all in waves, you know, so everything goes up and down. So I said in my previous video that, hey, we're looking like we're about to come down and look at that. We're coming down and hopefully I think we can come back up. But I said this is also looking like a bullish divergence. So that means this could come all the way back down here. Unfortunately, we can come down. I hate it. I don't want it to come down, but we got to be realistic. If we come down here and possibly come back up. So we'll see what happens. You know, this is just my 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 educated guess. We might not even come down that way, but you just want to be astute and just be aware of what could possibly be happening. And then I'll jump back to the hour on the hour. We got these green dots here. So and money flows looking good on the on the hour. So looks like we can come back up. We also got the green dot here. So, you know, this would be a good place to long, you know, so that's what I'm going to do. Based on the short term time frame, we can come right back up to what I stated in the video. Twenty eight five possibly reject or break through if we break through again. Next level. 30,000, 34,000. And even months ago in January, I said it's going to be 25, 28, 30,000 in that order. So I just I just tell people what I think is going to happen. I could be wrong. I'm not perfect, but that's basically how I look at it. And I just try to make an educated decision. I trade with a little bag. My big bag is with Bitcoin and I hodl. And then I trade a little. I have a little bag that I just trade with every now and then, you know? Yeah, that's smart, man. TA is one of those things that's kind of like super confusing and complex at first but just for yeah, me so like familiar I'm... with charts i know how to read them but a lot of people from our community look at charts and it's just like what is this this is like japanese so you know we have brothers out here like you that i'm sure that you know people can just watch your youtube channel and they can learn a lot from just sitting in and listening to your ta analysis about where bitcoin is going what the trends may be if people are putting cash flow into the asset or if they're pulling back and i think that a lot of times people just need to just watch 
if you try to study and read as much as you can, you might be more confused. But I think if you just sit back and just watch a YouTube, put your headphones in and just listen to what the analyst is saying, I think that that will really help a lot of people understand charts. And like Chris said, um, you don't really necessarily need to use charts because Bitcoin is going to do what Bitcoin does. But if you are a trader, you know, I wouldn't really recommend that for the novice or for the newbie. You know, that's something that you got to kind of have some skin in the game, of course. But for the people that do want to trade Bitcoin, I think looking at that technical analysis will give you a little bit of headway of exactly what the asset's going to do. And then you can kind of move and play on that. You can do an option, a put, a long to kind of figure out like what you want to do with your money. But of course, you know, do your own research, invest at your own risk. And this is not financial advice. This is just a conversation between me and my brother, Chris, on Bitcoin and TA analysis. Absolutely. And uh, let me uh, also interject because um, I want to tell people um, a, a lot of people are in stocks, right? And that's A-OK. You know, if you if you cool with five, 10 percent in a year, hey, if you want that baby bread, have that baby bread. Right. But for us and Bitcoin, you know, Bitcoin in 20, 2020 went from, oh, my God. And it's so funny, bro, because I have. It's one thing to say it, but when you got proof and when you got posts of you talking your talk and you being right, bro, it's a whole nother game. So in 2020, 2020, before the before the before the crash and the hype or actually when the crash was happening, I told all my friends, all my family members, posted it on Facebook, posted it on Twitter, posted it on IG. This everything, everybody that I could reach out to and been telling them, hey, it's three thousand dollars right now buy Bitcoin. Bitcoin went from $3,000 to $69,000. And I have proof. It's not that I'm talking and I'm just saying that to say that. No, I have proof. So Bitcoin went from there. But um, I say that to say this. If you don't want to dive into Bitcoin and you're, and you're scared, that's cool. Be scared. We're going we gonna to have fun staying poor because we're going to be all right. <laughs> just kidding. But if you watch Bitcoin, there's Riot, there's Hut, there's Mara. And that's what I do as well. I look at because when I know Bitcoin's going to pump, then you know that these these are mining companies that are traded on the on a stock exchange. Right. So if Bitcoin's going to pump, you can make a lot of money just doing puts and calls. I do calls pretty much because uh, when Bitcoin's going up, then, you know, the, that these stocks are going to go. I've made 250 percent posted it on Twitter on Mara calls when Bitcoin's pumping a week or a week or so ago. Two hundred and fifty percent, guys. That means you put a thousand in two thousand five hundred dollars that you would have made. You would have $100 in, $250 off $100. So if you just follow, like you said, the technical analysis, I know some people don't like it. Some people may not be versed to it, but just study it. It's a way for you to create freedom and just to create cash flow, you know, and you can make some money. You know, even if you have 50 bucks or 100 bucks, you know, that's better than zero dollars. And you should be investing in general. You know, uh, I said this in the Black Bitcoin Billionaires room. I said this in Swan Bitcoin room. I say this on Twitter. I say it to everybody. I used to buy. And there's nothing wrong with buying finance, uh, nice stuff, you know. And, and if you have the money to buy Gucci, Louis, Fendi, Prada, you know, I'm a recording artist like you mentioned earlier. We got to be fly, right? But I understand that a lot of these things are liabilities because if I would have bought $800 worth of Bitcoin in 2016 instead of that $800 Louis belt, I would have $26,000 because Bitcoin was about $500 to $800 at that time. So instead of that, that Louis belt sitting there, I don't even wear my Louis belt, bro. It's, it's it literally sits in my in my closet. I don't even wear it. I wear my Gucci belt more than that. But, you know, I don't care about those things anymore. And, it, and Bitcoin helped me to realize that a lot of things are really just it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. You know, you got to 
you once you learn about Bitcoin, it puts your mind onto things that actually matters. Being financially literate and teaching financial literacy helps people understand that, hey, buy assets that are cash flowing and then you can buy the stuff that you like with the assets that you bought that are cash flowing. Yep. And that's smart. And that's smart advice because. You know, in particular, like our culture, the African-American culture and, you know, this podcast is is doing its part in kind of educating people on Bitcoin. But these are good things to talk about as well. Just in our culture, there's a lot of instant gratification. There's a lot of ostentatious spending, you know, watches and jewelry and all that stuff. And that's cool. But like Chris said, man, you got to kind of build your asset portfolio to a point where whether it's. Yeah, whether you're getting dividend income, passive income, even mining Bitcoin, these are all forms of passive uh, income. You know, learning about Bitcoin, learning about financial empowerment, not even literacy, but empowerment. You have to empower yourself to be financially astute. These are all things that are helpful that brothers like Chris do on his social media platforms, on Twitter. If you follow him, please do follow him. And you can really learn a lot from Chris. I, even I learn a lot. And I've gotten to Bitcoin in 2017, and I know a little bit about you know, the financial fundamentals and things like that. But you can always be a student in the game, no matter what level you're at in your Bitcoin journey. And I just wanted to thank Chris for all the insightful things that he's done on this podcast so far. But I really want to talk about, you know, your relationship with Swan and even your rap, your rap career, because like I've watched a couple of your videos and I'm like, yo, these are fire, man. Like you got the you got the nice visuals, you know what I'm saying? You're chilling on by the pool and everything. And I just wanted to you know, let people know that like you can be multifaceted in this Bitcoin ecosystem. You don't have to just be the typical computer nerd that just loves internet money. Like you can do different things. You can be a trader, you can be a rapper, you can bounce around and have different perspectives of your creative control. So I wanted you to kind of just expound a little bit on that, like Chris, like your rap journey and like how passionate you're about that. Hey man, I just, I want to say thank you, bro, because I do music out of love, you know, and at a young age, um, I want to say this as well. At a young age, we were, we used to watch Little Wayne, you know, we used to watch all the big rappers and that's what we wanted to be like, instead of learning about business, right? Instead of learning, and we didn't have those type of uh, role models to look after, unfortunately, like you're either a basketball player, you're a rapper, or that's like, that's like the way out for us in our community, unfortunately. But, you know, everything happens for a reason. You live, you learn, you grow. So I love music in general. And um, I always have a passion for music, so I wasn't going to stop doing that for anything, you know. So I always make music. And uh, I, like I said, I appreciate you uh, letting me know that you that you enjoy the music because it costs a lot of money to make music, you know. And if a lot of young people wanted to get into the industry, but then they get burned by not knowing the business, right, because they sign they sign contracts that are not good for them. They get in these 360 deals or they don't they get they sign and then they don't get put out, you know. So there's a lot of different things if you're not mentally ready for that or business astute and you're just going to be sol unfortunately so i love music man i've been rapping since what 20 Whew, i don't even know i've been rapping for a long time um but i just love music man i've been rapping for a pretty long time we got a ton of music that's not even out yet that we're going to be putting out me and my boy stripes my boy stripes got that voice bro i wish i could sing so bad <laughs> but i can't he sings and uh we i song write for him and we just come up with some dope uh, music, man, and it, and it means a lot, like I said, for you to say that because I put my heart into the music and I feel like I, I wish I had a more a more uh, bigger audience of people that enjoyed the music that I put out. But, you know, in time and uh, like I said, I do it for me. I, I love the music anyway, whether a million people hear it or one person. Hear it. That's a fact. 
And, you know, this episode has been incredible, Chris. Like, I learned so much about TA, your journey. You as a rapper turning into, a you know, a Bitcoin trader and how you're just so, um, you know, humble and grateful to just be able to give back to people. And I think that that's what this is all about. That's really standing in what the Bitcoin ethos is all about. So having a brother like you on this show is always instrumental to me in my journey. So, brother Chris, before you leave, I just want to make sure that you give people your social media handles and any future endeavors that you might want people to know about. Absolutely. Again, thank you so much for having me on. These conversations are very important and uh, I'm happy to be uh, spreading the knowledge and the gospel of Satoshi. And uh, of course, uh, I believe in God. So, you know, God got us, you know, we just got to have the faith and keep pushing, you know. So again, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. It means a lot to me as well. And I'll make sure to share your podcast and everything that you do moving forward out with everybody in my in my circle. Um, so make sure you follow me on Twitter at Chris Knight 407. It's going to be the same on IG, Chris Knight 407. Same on Facebook, Chris Knight 407. Same on TikTok, Chris Knight 407. I'm not really popping on TikTok like that because I don't really post on TikTok, but I know it's a very powerful um, social media application. I'm going to start posting more on there. Um, but make sure you also follow me and subscribe on YouTube. It's going to be youtube.com forward slash the at sign Bitcoin Chris for the Bitcoin info. If you want to listen to my music, it's at youtube.com forward slash Chris Knight 407. Um, so make sure you just follow me, guys, and I'll make sure to follow back and uh, it's like, share, subscribe. And then my future endeavors, my brand new business is called Colourpop. Um, I'm super excited for it because I understand the power of e-commerce. So I want to encourage anybody and everybody listening. Hey, if you can invest in knowledge, invest in learning something that's going to help you to make money. And I'm actually diving into e-commerce and in e-commerce, I'm going to be selling uh, these supplements called Colourpop. It's really for women that are interested in restoring their beauty and also burning fat. So it's collagen, helps them restore their skin, hair, nails. You know, women love to look good. So I'm going to help them achieve that with collagen. And it's also a fat burner. So if you're a fitness woman and you like to do those type of things, and that's going to be, God willing, a million dollar plus business. So I'm super excited. Um, and that's what I'm going to do. And that's what I'm really focused in on now. And I have two other businesses as well helping people fix their credit. So if you need your credit fixed, probably now is going to be a good time, right? Because interest rates are high. So if you fix your credit now, by the time they come back down and hopefully everything gets back to normal in the future, who knows, you'll be you'll have good credit to get those things that you want or you can open a business, right? Because I posted a video on my brother interviewed me. I got my brother over $100,000 in business credit. He started his Airbnb business. I help other clients as well start their business and in order for you to start business, you need money, you need capital. So instead of you going to your job, right, working nine to five and spending your hard earned money to start your business, use the bank's money, guys. Use the bank's money. And that's what I try to preach to you guys. Use the bank's money. It's there. Use the bank's money. So with that being said, Bitcoin Chris checking out. I appreciate you for having me on, man. Thank you so much, man. It's been a blessing. Uh-huh. 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 U